things. Like if you're sitting here wondering, what do I offer to my community? Like you have something. Take the time, perfect your craft, and then come out and serve others. Right, we're going to smooth it out right now. A little fast. Hello, Kamiley. How are What's you up? Everybody, everybody, welcome. I have a special guest in today for my very first podcast. Oh. I'd like to introduce Kamiley. Wait, time out. Mm-hmm. Last name. Well, first of all, it's Kamile. Nobody says it like that, though. You know, local people just don't want to don't want to pronounce it. Kamile. It's Kamile. Because um, it's Kamile Lauli'ili. But I go by Kamile. Did you know that? I never okay. knew the whole name yeah, part. Yeah, the whole name thing. Um, last name is Heidi. Heidi. Yeah, Heidi. Because of marriage. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maiden name Durette. That's how you knew me. Yes, That's I always knew you as Kamile Durette. Yes. But yeah, Kamali, we go back a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Since about 9th, 10th grade, first met Kamile at um, Waipau's second yep. in the church. church. Yes, yeah. way I back don't remember when. it at all, actually. I don't remember us meeting. You just, when I think back about Rocky, he's just there. Just there. Just there. The Rocky was just there. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good way. But yeah, um, we don't have a significant way of meeting. But, uh, you know, Kamile, tell us about yourself. Um, first of all. I'm super pumped to be here on your very first podcast episode. Yes. Um, yes. And I'm super excited about all the things that you're doing with the village, Mm -hmm. your brand, your company, putting yourself out there. So I'm 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 a huge fan, huge supporter. Um, Yeah. So my name's Kamile. I'm a mom. I have four children. Uh, married, mama four, entrepreneur, Native Hawaiian entrepreneur. So I, my husband and I own a construction company. We're based out of Oahu. We build, we remodel, we do all kinds of things. Um, it is a Native Hawaiian women-owned business. So, like, nice. I really take pride in that and making sure that we not only employ locals, but we're really particular on who we build for, what we build, and who we allow to come into our aina, right? Like, that is a huge thing. Not to get real deep on you right away, no, but, like, no. that's a big thing about really taking care of mm-hmm. what we put out there. Um, and then for funsies, you know, um, I played volleyball in college. Fitness has always been part of my life. So during the pandemic, I had just got out of owning a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. And thank God I got out in time before everything kind of went wild. And I started... I started Okole by Kamaili and it started off as a joke. I can't wait to tell this story because it's just so funny to me. Um, The amount of trolls who have come after me for this name. (laughs) Um, And it was just a booty band. Like I just started selling local style, local design by me, booty bands, like Mm -hmm. Shavai, Shakas, whatever. Um, For fun. Yeah, for fun. And it just slowly evolved and evolved to like full fitness wear. And um Earlier this month, I got my first wholesale order for a resort in Kona. Oh, I'll keep that yes. under wraps for now. Yeah. But like, so you know, it, it really started off as something, just a passion mm-hmm. that evolved into a business. Yeah. So you touched upon volleyball, mm-hmm. sports. Does playing sports or have playing sports, you know, contributed to you getting into this business? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I think people have a misconception, especially being an entrepreneur, right? That like, oh, you're so lucky. Or like it just happened overnight. You just, oh, the village just emerged. Like I can guarantee without even knowing your story, just knowing you and knowing us, like the village may not have had a name and taken shape and form right away, but it's been something in your heart for years, oh, yeah, for right? Sure. Years and years. And so 
volleyball and being torn down and cut and you know like you're pushed in all sports you know you're pushed to your limits oh, i don't sure. think i can do this um we just finished two a day practices and coach says oh go run a mile in six minutes you're like i can't, I can't do that you know so you, it mentally just toughens you so when you walk into like the entrepreneurial you know world you're just getting undercut left and right and you don't think that because people don't post that no, nobody, nobody, nobody wants that. to show the highlights. Everybody right. wants to talk about the good. Nobody right. wants to show the behind the scenes, the crying, the late nights and all of that stuff. Right. You know? the, the conversations that you have with yourself on a daily, mm-hmm. whether you're good enough, um, imposter syndrome, right? That you can actually do this like mm-hmm. on a daily. And then on top of it, the amount of DMs of like trolls oh. that I have to deal with on top of that, you know, like, so like everybody thinks it's this glamorous thing. Like it is rewarding a hundred percent, but I will definitely say taking knocks from sports and like, you know, you were starting six and then you weren't starting and you had to work your way back up. Like mm-hmm. that's life. Injuries. Injuries. Right? <sighs> Anything that things that you can't foresee happening, you know, mm-hmm. happen and it's how you're going to come back. Right. Right. So it builds tough skin. It teaches you a lot of ways to just, you know, persevere. Right. And right. get through it. Touching on something that you've mm. said a couple of times already, trolls. Trolls. For those, Haters. For the people that do not know <clears throat> what trolls are. What are trolls when you talk about trolls? Um, yeah, trolls. <laughs> trolls are like internet keyboard warriors, right? So they have probably no space, no platform, no voice, probably no business. Never put themselves out there, but they have no problem coming in and trash talking you or putting you down. And which really is heartbreaking because you're really out here doing the work and putting yourself out there is takes so much bravery, mm-hmm. right? Like. How many times before you press post, you're like, I don't know, like my mom's going to see this. How are they going to receive it? How are they going to receive it? And you do it anyway, right? You do it anyway. And we wouldn't change that. Like, so, you know, it is heartbreaking because you you do get a fair share of people that either have an opinion about what you're doing, don't approve of what you're doing, um, and they're really vocal about it. And some of them will come hard on your page. Some will slide into your DMs, you know, and, and it's, I've always been told if you're getting hate, then you're, you're doing, doing something, something right. right. Come right? on now. So, you're onto something. On right. That one. You can't please everybody. No, for If sure. you're pleasing everybody, then you're definitely betraying yourself. No. I, I think one thing that I've learned is that if you're going to do something, especially on social media, you got to know the target audience that mm-hmm. you're doing it for. Right. And you got to know the purpose of why you're doing it, right? Because I, I do believe there's a lot of people who just... We're in a different generation or a different time because back in the day, you didn't have these people who just free willingly just said whatever is on their mind because they would get checked in somehow. And misinformation a lot of times, too. Not even accurate, Mm -hmm. you know? No, for sure. And so they, like you said, I mean, I think they emotionally vomit everything they want to say and, you know, it makes them feel good. Right. Mm -hmm. But you have no idea who they are. They have these fake pages and all that. But I think at the end of the day, like you just we right as individuals, Mm -hmm. you know, entrepreneurs that are really hustling, getting after it have to hold on to the fact of why are we even doing this? You know what I mean? Like we're doing it one for ourselves to better ourselves, to better our families. And also for the people who are at that, at the edge of taking that leap of faith, yeah. like wanting to do it, but like, man, when they see somebody like yourself or myself or others, they, they feel more comfortable <clears throat> in doing it because right. yeah, there's, there's people who just, man, have no holds barred. You know, and if you're not thick skin, which takes a long time to build up, you oh, know, yeah, for sure. um, it's hurtful. Like it's super hurtful. Yeah. And some of the things like, you know, yeah, exactly. You, they don't know anything about you. You know I mean? Social media is you're putting out exactly what you want. Like what I love about the village is you have a very specific like community that mm-hmm. you're addressing. Right. And because you're passionate about that, the same with my, like my babes, right. That's mm-hmm. what kind of what I call them. Like 
then I'm not talking to anybody else. Mm. Like if you don't fall into this, then I'm not for you. Yeah. And that's and okay. That's okay. Yep, that is totally. totally fine. But the yep. people I'm for, I'm, I'm for in a big way, yep. you know, and that's my people. And so it gets hard because yep. as you grow, you want to grow. You want to touch more lives. You want to serve people. Like that's the thing about people who do well mm. in their space is because they have like a service based, right? Yeah. Heart. Um, and it, and it can get distracting. So if you're not really focused on what your purpose is and where you're standing and why you're standing there, mm. you can get distracted by trolls real easy. And it'll question you like maybe i shouldn't do that maybe i should you know pivot this way and it's like no absolutely not no for sure i you know you touched upon it like for me it's just like you want to save everybody i yeah. think when you go into it right mm -hmm. like your goal is like manly like, you feel so passionate about something like i do want to try and save everybody yeah. but the reality is we can't we can't and we you know like at sometimes you just have to let people be you know and i, and I believe friendships and i believe certain things are for a season right because it's sometimes sometimes you have to, even like the closest people you feel like you've been with for the longest time, who you felt like supported you and were mm -hmm. with you, sometimes that season ends. Yeah. And for you to elevate or get to the next level, sometimes you just have to gracefully just let it go. It doesn't have to have, like, I, I don't believe it has to have an exact ending or, right. but sometimes you just got to let it go for you to grow. You know what I mean? That is probably the hardest thing that no one tells you is the amount of people that will fall off or you will evolve out of that are not willing to evolve with you mm. or are not willing to see that you have changed. Like it is inevitable. We want to grow. Personal development is part of being a business owner. Oh, totally. Like you have to do this or you will die, right? Like your mm. business will die off. And so like, as you go through those steps, especially the ones who are the closest to you, they struggle with seeing that new version of you. They don't buy it. You know, what's, you know, what's hard is when you start to elevate, I would mm -hmm. say, or you start to grow. The first thing or the first response is, oh, you changed. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Like, Bro, I never worked this hard to stay the same. <laughs> but it's like, man, like you take it like I changed, like I'm, I'm changing for the better. Right. And as a true friend or true supporter, you would think that you would get the support mm. as in like, you know, like clapping your hands. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm glad to see you grow. But some people just can't see you, right. you know, grow out of their circle or grow out of where that friendship was. Yeah. Even though sometimes it's been for years or for right. a long period of time. But you know, honestly, I, that's one thing I've, I've had to learn is that sometimes I just have to let things go. Even as heartbreaking as it is, it's like, man, I can't believe that's happening. But I got to for, like you say, personal development. You're it's hard. It's heartbreaking. I never was a person who believed that there was like people for seasons. I was like, no, no, no. Like my people are my people for forever. Life. Yeah, for, for life. life. You know, and I was like, and as I grew through that, that was like of all the things I can tell you right now, um, you know, manufacturing, being told no, like, oh, we don't want your product here, trolls, like, oh, call it means butthole, or whatever. Okay, yeah. like, all the things, the things that have hurt me the most is losing people that I thought was going to be there at the end with me. Yeah, That hurts me the most. And it's like exactly what you said. That's their personal journey. Um, we don't work this hard to stay the same. No, And sure. part of it is exactly that, seasons. Yeah, And then as we kind of not let go make peace, appreciate, have gratitude for the people who have got us to this point, it opens up spaces for new people to come in and get us to the next point. Is there something that has helped you, I guess, ease <clears throat> the pain or the transition period of kind of like growing out of those friendships or relationships? Is there something that you can recall that kind of helped you kind of ease, ease that part? The gym. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I go to the gym every day and I just like, ah! Um, I mean, there's definitely things like 
practice gratitude, like try to meditate. Like, and I'm not really good. Like for me, it's just finding the things that spark joy in my life, mm. finding the things that lo- allow me to flow creatively. Because when those things come in and you, you get in your mind, yeah. you don't flow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my, my feet need to go touch the sand. I need to go into the ocean. I need mm. to be in spaces where I can float with people. Um, but really, no, a lot of therapy, mm-hmm. journaling it, you know, and coming to grips with this is life. This is the nature of seasons and people and chapters. Like they come in and they go out. Yeah. You know, I hold space for people. There are things right now that I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I started some stuff with some people and I'm just like, I really want this to take off. But I'm like, I'm not going to chase anything. I'm not going to force yeah. anything because anything that's forced is not yeah, right. It's not going to come out the way yeah. it needs to come out. It's yeah. not going to come out in the timing it needs to come out. Um, no, a lot of personal development. And, and in a weird way, like self-reflection, mm-hmm. there's a lot like, okay, what can I do? And then, so when you take that and you turn it around, you pour back into the community that oh, you have. for sure. The ones that are there for you and then mm-hmm. are there in a big way. Like, why am I fretting about a few here that I might've lost, you yeah. know, when I have these here who are like for me. Yeah. And sometimes we get fixated, right? On that small yeah. few, yeah. right? When we have like that vast majority who is supporting <clears throat> us, who... Yeah need our guidance, our influence, mm-hmm. us pouring into them, but we get so caught up, you know, and it's, and it's, it's easier said than done, yeah. you know, of, of like just focusing on the vast majority, but, you know, I believe it's a struggle, but touching back on how you said like, you know, journaling, yeah. therapy, were you always that type of person or did you come to a place where, or did you have relationships that kind of helped you get into this routine? So I, I always been a journaler. I have like a billion journals. I think that's that, a girl's thing. I, 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 I think it started off as a diary. Like, <laughs> I love so-and-so. Um, but so I've got like volumes mm-hmm. all over the house. Like they're half finished, but they're really funny to kind of go back and look yeah. at. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, so shame. Make, make a book Oh, I'm so shame. Whatever, I'm going to scratch out. Um, so I've always kind of been that. And I really started like learning about like how your body emotionally, physically, spiritually, right, is connected and like how your body has to hear your voice say things, right? Mm-hmm. Like my boys, we got we got yes, teenage kids, yes. okay? And like they're in that sports world. And it's not just, oh, you're you're born Polynesian, so go out there and bang heads. Yeah. No, it's like, it's a mental game, right? Oh, yeah. And the amount of times I have to sit with my child and pour belief into him because yeah. he doesn't believe in himself is yeah. just like mind boggling, oh, yeah, right? Sure. And I'm like, oh, but like, it's that, it's, it's that. And so I tell him like, you have to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. So he wants to be starting five. And I'm like, you need to say, I'm going to be starting. Like, I hope. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I am. I think, right. And I'm like, there's power in your words. And so like when I first started right before, and I have it on my phone, I started Okole by Kamali. I did a voice memo to myself in my voice memo thing in my apps of me telling myself, Oh my gosh, come on, I'm so proud of you. You sold out all your brands the first time. Like I did a whole like probably 30 seconds of me telling myself that mm. I already did this thing. And in the beginning, when I doubted myself, I would play it back. And it was my voice. So my body heard my voice telling myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it was those kinds of things. I was like, I became so much more aware of how connected I am, not just um me physically to uh, financial mm-hmm. or me to a business sense, but like being, yeah. you know, aligned in everything. Um, so like that kind of started me on that journey of like, okay, I have to sit down because I have an ADD mind yeah. and it doesn't, doesn't rest ever. And I'm like, if I don't get into a space where I can clear that out, 
and allow myself to feel and self-reflect, I'll go crazy. That's why I love lifting weights. Yeah. Because if you're lifting something over your head, you can't think about anything else but yeah. what you got Focus over your head. Getting that right, thing right, yeah, exactly. exactly. So like it silences it. But you know, you know, touching on what you just said too, is that like it's so hard to speak about the positive stuff that you you have to really visualize yourself being in that position. And it's doing awkward. The, especially when everything around you is like you're not making the sales. The, the doors are closing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no resources. Your family is telling you, mm, yeah, I don't know like, if this is a good idea. And they're not even excited, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah. I don't know how many times where I felt so, like, so excited, so pumped about, like, this new thing that just popped in my head. And I'm pretty sure, like, me and you share a lot of similarities, yeah. right? So, like, I'm sure we're the type of people that once we have this thing that just comes into our we brain, go. yes, we're going. Boom, we go. And then it's like when you explain to somebody else, they're not as excited. Especially, see it. Yeah, and it hurts when it's your family, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, like, yeah, it's oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Like, so in those times, like, I feel like, you know, like you said, telling your son, right? Mm-hmm. To, if you want to be the five, you, you got to believe, you got to speak it. Yeah. And I remember kind of going back with my own son. I remember last year, he sat behind studs as a sophomore on top varsity. And like, I would just have to like, and the problem is we didn't have that growing up. Right. We never like, no. we never had people telling us how important it is to manifest like yourself being where you want to be. I remember it being more like, you didn't play well. You're running laps after the game. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It's different now, right? Totally we know different. now. Yeah. We know now what we can give our children. Yeah. yeah. But I, I believe, yeah, it's truly like life and death is in the tongue. And like really speaking of not where you're at currently, but where you're going to be. Yeah. And it's a good example for our kids. So to build on that, you know, my son, he doesn't feel comfortable saying it. One, I told him it's going to take you time. I was like, when I first started looking in the mirror and saying I'm a millionaire, I was like, yeah. I didn't believe it. I would laugh at myself. I was like, this is so ridiculous, you know? And then I started reading books and I would do a lot of audio. And so mm-hmm. I would listen to the audio with the kids in the car. And one of one of the books, the audio, he tells you, um, you touch your head. You say, I have a millionaire mind. Mm-hmm. And like, it's the biggest joke in our family. Like it, out of nowhere, someone might just go, I have a millionaire <laughs> mind. Because you know, that's how he says it. But like, but it's true. Yeah. So what he misunderstood was, oh, what? So if I just say I want to be starting five, I'm just going to be starting five. I go, no, 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 no. I go, once you start saying it, your body starts to believe it. You start to believe it. You start acting like someone who is in the starting five, right? You You start putting in the effort that someone who's a starter. And all the extra work is not so hard. Right. Because it's it's who who you are. are. Exactly. It's the character. It's it's what I do. Right. These are the things that I do. So I am that person. Yeah. I totally I am. And that, that, like, that has been my mantra. Like, I don't have to do out of this, this or that to prove anything because me sitting here in this chair across from you mm-hmm. is me. Yeah. Like, I am. Yeah, me, for sure. I don't have to prove I'm more Hawaiian. I'm Hawaiian. I'm sitting here. This is what yeah. a Hawaiian woman looks like. Mm-hmm. Whether it doesn't look like, you know, someone else. Like, like in this a is it. Because I am. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. Same thing. Like, and so that's what, it, like, that's what I'm trying to, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to instill. And that's what I, we turn around and try to instill into our community. Yeah. No, I, I like that because, you know, like, Looking back, like where, you know, I started myself personally, like, and what you're saying, like, being, I'm a millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's so far off. No, it's I not. honestly feel like even being a multimillionaire is right. attainable. You know what I mean? And like, it's so different because when you first start, like, oh, there's so much ifs, doubts, rejections, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I don't really know if I can do this. Right. But then I think as you start to get tougher, you know, thicker skin, you start to go through, I think each, each no, each rejection, each thing that didn't go well prepares you you know gets you to the next level right and you start to see like man i can i can get this you know what i mean it's not a sprint it's a marathon yeah but i'm gonna get there you know and it's a truly attainable right which, you know that meme where it's like but did you die like i always <laughs> yeah, think about yeah. that like, but did you die like okay oh, yeah, i got told no it yeah. 
effing sucked. Yeah. It hurt. I came mm-hmm. home, I cried about it to my husband, whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I had to re- regroup. But would I do it again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Does it negate all the other things that we have? Yeah. Absolutely not. Like, And I think when you hold to the vision, mm-hmm. you don't really get sidetracked as easily because you're like, okay, um, the 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 end result stays the same, mm-hmm. but my course changed slightly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, I got blocked and I had to play. I got blocked. Okay, I'm still trying for the kill. Yeah. I'm just going to go about it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. What you said about your husband coming home and, and crying to your husband. Oh, yeah. That's like a core value of the village for me is because in this game, mm-hmm. you got to have a support group. 100%. You got to have a community because if you try and do this alone, I really feel even though you're that person, like I can do it all by myself. Yeah. I don't think you're going to make it. No. Because there's those times where you got to decompress, vent, cry, you know what I mean? Whatever it may be. But you need to have that pe- people that are there for you. Yeah. You know, do you have like a core group of people yeah. that, that you go to? Yeah. And it's freaking small. Yeah. You know, I think people think I'm like this real social butterfly. Like if I know you, I'm social and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, the group is like yeah. one and a half. I say half because mm-hmm. I have one friend who's kind of in and out. <laughs> She's just so busy. But there's like, there's really like two people outside of my spouse. I, um, I did a few MLMs for a little while as well, mm. and I really enjoyed them. But the hardest thing was working with women who didn't have a, a partner that was supportive. Mm. So it was like almost like you did all this work and you like built these people up and you held space for them. You poured into them for them to go home and their spouse be like, you're never going to make it. Yeah. You know, and they, and they, it was like starting over and it broke my heart. And I think not only is that a huge like it can be done. It can be done. I know millionaires out there who's like, oh, my husband sabotaged me for the first 10 years. And so I start, started to out earn him. And yeah. then he joined in, you know, like I know it can be done, but like we're already right. We're already doing all the things. The last thing we want is someone who doesn't believe in us, mm. you know? No, for sure. For sure. What values do you, what values do you appreciate the most in that group? Oh, honesty, honesty and loyalty. Like the thing about it, I'm the, I'm so honest. Like I'm gonna tell you, because oh, yeah. I'm I would do that for you. I would expect yeah. you to do it for me. But there's so many people out there who get close to people's energy because you're a bright light, right? They mm-hmm. just come right up to you. They're gonna tell you whatever they what you they think you want to hear, yeah. right? And so they can just stay by you. You know what's crazy about honesty? We all want people to be honest with us. Then we can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I just it. go like, oh, like oh, I'll, you man. know, like so like there's a there's a two people in my life outside of my spouse where I can be like. Am I wrong? Read this. Yeah. Am I wrong for feeling this way? Yeah, yeah. And they and they will put me in check right away. You know, and they're like, I really think this, this, or that, and it gives me time to self reflect. And I'm like, all right, then I, I will issue an apology. You know, we are so much like the same people because I feel like people do attract to us because yeah. of our energy, right. right? Just how we are, just our like, mm-hmm. you know, our, our character and just how we are. But it's when people start to be around us for a long period of time and they start to see like our daily grind, our daily lifestyles, right. and then we start, you know, what I mean, like you said being honest, right? Yeah. For me, like, I feel the same way. It's like when people start to understand how we operate, man, it starts to dwindle really quick. Oh, yeah. Small. yeah. And for me, like, I look back at my partner, my business partner now, like, um, she's super behind the scenes, like, does not want to be, in, like, in the camera, anything. But for me, that's the one person where I never felt, how should I say it? She can tell me straight and I can be pissed. I can take it the wrong way. But, that's one of the very few people that I look back to where it's like, I know she means well. Yep. I know she wants me to grow up. Sometimes it's like bad habits, 
right? We have these bad habits for mm -hmm. such a long time or we're like, we're in these, in these grooves and then nobody could ever get us to break right. or get us out of that comfort zone. And I feel like, man, like that's why it's so important to have people that we can really, really you know, trust. Exactly. But that's because you understand her heart and her intentions. True. So I was talking to my girlfriend before I got here and she was telling me about a situation and she goes, you know, if you said the same thing to me, I wouldn't be offended. And I was like, that's because my intention is to love you. Mm -hmm. I go, that person's intention is to scold you, yeah. to make you feel shitty. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I go, so when you know that you have, that someone has your intentions at heart, I know you're going to, you're going to clear my name in a room that I'm not in. Mm -hmm. I know you're going to stand up for me. I know you're going to offer m my product. Right. If someone if you're out and someone's yeah. like, oh, and you're going to put my name out yeah. there. Right. Like those are the people. And it, it's amazing because I started off with a really big group when I kind of started on my entrepreneurial journey, like a big group yeah, of yeah. women. And I was oh, mono, I it. like yeah. the, the whole thing. We raised and it just got smaller and smaller and it broke me, like, literally broke me. And I was like, you know, what? I, I don't no new friends. I, want, I don't want nothing to do with nobody, you know, like everybody's all oh, please. And um, because, because we have that personality yeah. and I'm like, come, come, yeah. you know, like super welcoming. Like, I want you to eat with I want, me. Yes. I want you to have success To use that yes. analogy, yes. I, I kind of had to start explaining it. It's like, I've got this big table, please take a seat. Yeah. And people, you know, they come and they want to come sit at my table and then they stand there. I sit, sit down. What? I don't actually know how to pull the chair out. Sit your ass down. You know, and they're like, I don't, I haven't done the work to yeah. actually pull this chair out and sit at this table. And then, then you got to move over yeah, yeah. because somebody else is. Yeah, yeah. And like, it broke me to see women just like crabs in a bucket, crabs in a bucket, brah. And I was just like, there is space for everybody. If someone is doing it, it is proof to you that it can be done. Not that you can't do it. And so that was the one thing that I had to learn was like, because we have this light and allowing people into our energy, but being really cautious of like who gets to participate in that, mm -hmm. you know, who gets that. And the group is small. No, totally. it's tiny. And it's hard because there's, there's a few friends that when I first started out, because we were so close, like, like I, like you said, right. Millionaire. Like, mm -hmm. I believe it. Like, yeah. I believe it's attainable. I believe it's, it's there. For it's the, yours. For the claim it. Yeah, yeah. Claim it. Exactly. But like, they're all for the words. But yeah. then it's like when it's time when it's time to show the action or, or take that leap of faith, they don't want to do it. Right. And I think it's hard. Like you said, like if you're not gonna sit down at the table, then you know what? See, you know, I'm I sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. somebody else is there, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, like there's some people that have come into like my life or in my circle who I never had the closest relationship, but they have the same hustle, the same yeah. mindset. And the thing is like it pushes me even more yeah. to work even harder. You know what I mean? To right. really and so I, I think as you build a team too, you don't wanna let your team down. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's more than just you now. Right. Like you have people depending on you. And I think that's where for me, I'm, I'm kind of at in this stage right now for yeah, myself. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty good. But let's go into Okole by Kamaile. Let's, yeah. let's elaborate on that. Okay, so okay. what exactly got you into it? Um, okay, so I just had my fourth baby mm -hmm. and I was kind of over crossfitting because my body was a little bit sore. Mm -hmm. And, and I, the years of being an athlete. Yeah, just years of being an athlete. Like I'm, I'm walking around right now with a torn meniscus and arthritis in both <gasps> my knees. Uh, they, they said, oh, you've got knees of a 65-year-old. So you just oh, have dang. to deal with it. Yeah, they're like, deal with it until you need a knee replacement because you just can't take it anymore. And I'm yeah. like, Ugh. you know, so like I just, I have a home gym. Mm -hmm. And the pandemic hit and all the gyms were closed. And I was like, oh, I guess I got to work on the home gym, you know? And I was like, okay, everybody follow along on my journey. I'm going to grow a booty. Mm -hmm. Like, like it was just so kind like that. And um, 
So I got like these little bands out and I would like do these little kickbacks, just like super ridiculous things. And it was just fun. And I just kind of started getting a little community building and um, to the point where people are like, oh, where did you get that band from? And I'm like, oh yeah, I got this from Ross or like, I would like link Amazon or whatever. And I was just like, Rocky, I was like, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. I'm like, why am I, why am I giving this out? Like, I'll sell it. So I just started like searching and searching. And I was like, okay. And I found um, a manufacturer and they just had these really lame booty bands. You know, Mm. it was like ombre colors or whatever. And I was like, well, why would anybody buy that from me when you can get that for $14, $10 on Amazon? So I was just like, okay, if I were to use this, like I want local style stuff, Mm. right? So I was like, okay, so I designed one with Musubis, local faves is like probably one that sells really well. It's got like shoyu, like all kinds yeah. of stuff, right? Musubis, shakas, pineapples. And I just started doing like local stuff. And I said, hey, if I design this, can you print it on the booty bands? And they're yeah. like, yeah, 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 you know, extra fee. I'm like, sure, whatever. And I like rolled out with it. I was so stoked. I got out, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got bands. I told my girlfriend um, at the time, and she was like, do not roll that out. And I was like, I waited and paid like $250 for like a reasoning? sample. What was your reason? She for- told me, you just get on your social media tomorrow and tell people that you bought these bands, you made these bands. She goes, that will be the difference between you having a product and you having a business for the rest of your life. Boom. And I was like, all right, teach me. So I started on some things and then I had these bands like in my possession yeah. for two months. And we just like started Instagram, started kind of like pumping it up, letting people know something was coming, da 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 I rolled that out, sold out 750 bands like the first the first weekend. Oh, let's go. And I go. was like, holy moly. <laughs> and then that was her thing. She was like, you roll this out, it's just that you had this one-off thing yeah. or you start building a brand around it. And I was like, okay. And that was that. Dang. That was that. Yeah. And, and the, the best part was, you know, my little sister, Imua Kamema, she's, I told her, I was like, I don't have another name for this band besides Okole. I think it's the funniest thing. Yeah. Okole, Okole band. And it's local. Right, I was like, Okole band. Like, everybody knows what Okole is. And she was like, you know, you might get trolled because technically Elemu. I was like, or how many times will I have to explain what an Elemu band is versus an Okole band? Like, that was our legit conversation. I said, well, I'm going to do it. Oh, I remember you explaining to me the difference between. Yes, right. Yes. Okay, so like technically, right? Um, although all of us know slang is Okole, like it's more, um, it's for anus. Yeah. It's right. Elemu's for the butt cheeks yeah. more so and Okole. And so I was like, you know what? Who said we're not working on our anuses yeah, yeah, yeah. here either? Like this is, <laughs> anus health is important. Okay. So I, I walked into this knowing I was going to get it. Yeah, yeah. But when I got it, I wasn't prepared to get it. And so Did it, you get harsh criticism for it? Um, It was a lot in the beginning was like comments from like, you know, KS graduates, 2025, like I'll say this, I think you meant Elemu. And I was like, no, I meant Okole. Yeah. And so then I felt like oh, I had to defend myself and I hated that feeling. Yeah. And, Cause and like, I, I mean, you're not doing anything negative. Like you got something good going on. You're getting people into shape, right? <gasps> right. Especially the Polynesian community. Right. Like, they really need to take care of our health. Right. So it's like, why are you coming at why me? Why are you coming at me? And I was like, oh, here, you know, here's an example of just kind of like, a local person trying to do something and other local Grab people, right? And like, oh yeah, we support local, but only the people we want to support who are local. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> yeah, like, can we say that louder? You know, and like, that's a tricky one to navigate too when you become, when you come in this space is like, people people support local, okay, but only the ones they want to support local. I agree. Or the only ones they want to see succeed. Only the ones they want to see succeed. So let me ask you this. So this whole Okole by Kamaile came mm. about your upbringing, because I know uh-huh, your uh-huh. dad was a great, great uh-huh, man to me. Uh-huh. Your family. 
How? Let's get into this. Oh, take, take, take a I sip knew of we water. Was going there. <laughs> take a sip of water. So this whole Okole by Kamali comes, and obviously you have to so social media, right? Yeah. You're branding yourself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're gonna have to work all that part. How was it with your upbringing? Yeah. And even if you want to touch up on your upbringing, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it with your upbringing and really focusing on building your brand? How was that as a whole? Like how hard or to this day, how, how is it? I remember the very first time I was going to post a picture of me on social media that maybe I was half naked in. And, uh, there is no OnlyFans, so do not ask. And um, She don't do that. She don't do that. <laughs> and I remember going like, <laughs> my husband, my husband's a best guy. He's like, yeah. what are you scared of? I was like, my mother. Like, it was never my father's. My mother. I'm scared of my mother. And he's like, you are 30 <clears throat> something years old. And I was just like, I just was so like, I wanted to disappoint her too. I'm just going to be judged. And I will say it happened slowly. Right. Mm -hmm. So like you see me now, I'm pretty confident on socials. I'm not naked by any means, but like my brand is my body in a sense. Right. So yeah, it took a little while. Like I was born um, and raised, I'm still am a uh, Christian Mormon and just very, very, very like modest. Right. All Mm -hmm. of that, like, very modest was instilled in us at a very young age. And it kind of was part of my liberation into like my divine feminine. And it took me a long time and I got a lot of flack from Christian women mm-hmm. who just were like, oh, poor, your poor husband, you doing that on socials. And I was like, not that I need to explain myself, but my husband, I usually go like, which do you like better? And he yeah. tells me which one he likes better. And I post that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but people just had this idea and I had to really sit back self-aware, you know, and just kind of be like, what's causing this? And it, and I had to remember, like, it was the same thing that I had. Like, yeah. I was so nervous to do that. And it, I think people want to step into some of this stuff, but they feel guilty almost. And so mm. I was scared. Like, I was super scared. Like, I'll get stopped every once in a while. And people are like, are you the Okole girl? I'm like, it's Kamaile, actually, but thank you. <laughs> um, and my mom took a while to get on board. And now she's like, oh, so-and-so needs this. Can I come by the house oh, and nice, buy this from you? You know, nice. and then she'll post about stuff. And But it, it did. It took her a little while because it is, you know, physically the brand. And Going to church, did you feel like eyes were on you? Um, yes, but no one was ever brave enough to talk shit to my face. So I never heard anything. And that's kind of how I live my life. I'm like, I don't know haters really exist unless I hear it to my face. Like, oh my other God. than that, I don't need to know about it because yeah. it that distracts me. Yes, it's going to get your eyes off. Or yeah, it takes yes, away from totally. what the vision is. And like, I have had to have conversations with women in my life. Women, okay? And I've had to say, they're like, oh, I was out so and so and so was talking about you. And I was like, okay, what did you do? And they're like, well, and I was like, you have the power to stop anything, mm-hmm. any conversation, any gossip, right where it is. You can just say, cool, I, I you know, respect the way you feel about her, but we're not going to talk about it, you know? Stop the conversation. So, like, I had to tell people, like, if you hear stuff about me, mm-hmm. why do you need to come and tell me? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not, I, and, and they've been really confused by that. And, like, I had one girl, like, well, it's about you. I'm like, no, it's not about me. Yeah, yeah. I may be the topic of conversation, but her gossiping about it is not about me. Yeah. yeah. That's about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I was like, so it doesn't do me any service for you to come and tell me who's talking shit about me. Yeah. Because yeah. in my land, I'm like, yeah, I'm oblivious good. Yeah, to it. I'm good. You know, like until something comes to my face and someone has the, you know, to say yeah. something to my face, I don't really know it exists. Do you always felt like you were kind of like this, you know, strong-willed or strong-hearted person? Or has that, you know, in this entrepreneurship route for you, has that helped you just growing, gain that, you know? Yeah, strong-willed and soft heart. 
it's almost like the worst combo. So I feel like we, we just keep taking the punches, but we're crying the whole time we're doing it. Yeah. Um, this, I would say it didn't go one way, one direction. Instead, it just taught me to love myself and have confidence. And so the reason why I show up every day, even when I don't want to, is because I believe in myself. Right. And I believe in the greater picture. Like Okole by Kamali, like you and I both know, like, yeah, that's the thing now, but it's not the end goal. Yeah. Like I have so many other things that this is going to eventually lead into. I just haven't introduced it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, but my brain is not like, oh, this is it. You know, like there's so much more. There's so much more for our community. There's so much more for the Lahui as a whole, like everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't wait to get to a point where I can eventually introduce more things. The thing I've learned about it is. You can buy my leggings anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can buy it online through me. You can buy it on Amazon and get a dupe. You can go through navigation. You know, like anybody sells a scrunch butt legging. Yeah. But it's me. For sure. So what I've noticed is every, every time I've pivoted, mm-hmm. the ones who are for me pivot with me. Yeah, because they support you. Because they support me. They're not supporting just the band. No. or. You so know. that's why we show up. No, right? We show sure. up for that group, mm-hmm. you know, so that we can keep showing up and pouring into them, whatever it is that they are here for mm-hmm. no that's that's so spawning because when i first started the village that was a huge struggle for me mm-hmm. because i never wanted to i never wanted to start a clothing brand yeah t-shirts are the most saturated uh-huh. market you could possibly be right, in right, right. but i remember a good friend was telling me that you know rock like you're not selling t-shirts you're selling your story you're not even selling your story you're sharing your story yeah. and all you need is a solid hundred people to just rock with you and it doesn't have to be a hundred people at the same time but one turned into two, two turned into three, four. You know what I mean? And as they understand what, um, you know, what you're trying to accomplish, what you're sharing, what what you've gone through that yeah. made you this and, and, and created your story, I think, like, that's what it was. And, you know, um, my boy Christian over here, you know, he's behind the scenes right now. But I remember when I first started coming out with The Village, like, we used to meet up at the park and just talk story. And it really gave me the confidence to grow because man, it really like in the beginning when I told people what I wanted to do, yeah. nobody was interested. Like they're like, Oh yeah. And I was like, man, like I felt like we want to make impact in the community. Right. This, this is not just for self gain. Right. And so it really isn't because at the end of the day, if I never made any money, I mean, I, I of course we want to be successful and, and right. have great, you know, income and finance, whatever. Well, good people do good things. Yes. With money, it's how right? you steward yeah, the yeah. money that you get. Yeah. And for me, it's like, when money comes in, it goes right back out. Right. We're constantly pouring, like, I mean, so yeah. many things that we're pouring into the community. But for me, it's like, man, it's so hard. To, like, people only want to be there when they're, it's like consuming it, right? Yeah. And they can be, you know, like on the end part of, on the receiving. But it's like, they don't want to really be there when it's so hard, right. you know, when you just want to give up. You right. Know? You know, I could talk about finances and money and money flowing and money as an energy all day. Like I could have a whole podcast on that and just how I felt about that, how I talked to money, like what letters I was writing to money in my journal at one point. Like, I want you to come on all my vacations, you know, like I want you in all my life events, you know, that kind of a thing. And not to take this into what's going on currently, but to touch just briefly on it with Maui Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, kind of the struggle that we're all as a across the country is watching unfold Mm -hmm. Um, there. There's unity in some of the most amazing ways, and then there's divides in some of the most depressing ways that we're seeing, right? Mm -hmm. And because we're not on that island, we're not getting all of the information. We know we're not getting all the information Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, But I'm part of this this young kind of uh, wahine entrepreneur group, and a lot of them just kind of didn't know what to post 
during that time. Mm. And that was really important. Like I took a pause, like we all took a pause and they were scared to get back selling their product. Yeah. But uh, this made a living mm. for their home, their, their Ohana, like was their, this small business. Yeah. And there were other small business entrepreneurs who were like, shame on you for continuing with your businesses. Like you should be taking a pause. All of that you make should be going to, you know, the relief. And I'm, I, I didn't want to be so vocal, but I was waiting for a time to share this, but it's been on my heart. I, I have my little broadcast on my Okole Babes, my channel, and I just kind of like leave them little messages. But I was like, this is the time. This share is the time. It. You know, yeah. and I said, here's the thing about money and us having unique talents and podcasts and platforms is so that we can share. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, like I was so excited to help in any way. And I, like, you know, hats off to you for getting a lot of that stuff going at the Stevedores. Um, and I just everybody had a drop off somewhere. And I was like, let's just route everybody to Rocky. You know, like that was, that was me. Well, that's what I did on my platform. Let's just route everybody here. Um, but I was not going to stop working. Yeah. Right. So in the beginning it was like, what can I do? We were all just kind of funny. As more information comes out, we pivot with it. Yeah. But for me, it was like, I need to continue growing mm -hmm. and making money and have money flowing to my family so that when you call upon me for help, I can give I it can to help. you. Yes. If I don't, uh -huh. then I cannot give. Here's the thing, right? This is not a one, one month thing. This is not a one year thing or when the media starts to fall off. This is, this is something that is going to potentially affect um, generations and our children and legacies, right? Mm -hmm. um, but everybody in our community, and that's why I love that we're talking about this, the village, the community, yeah. when I think about the village, right, has a role. Mm -hmm. And understanding your, what does Scotty Pippen say? Like understanding your role on the team is probably the hardest thing to come to grips with. Yeah. Is like, understanding that everybody needs everybody in their role, yeah. right? Everybody Even if you think it's person, something yeah. really small, my role may not be on the front line with you as a stevedore right yeah. now. My role might come in six years when it's time to build, when it's time for construction. Mm -hmm. But if I were to stop right now, I won't be there to give it to you when the time comes. Because opportunity presents, are you ready for right. the opportunity? So we cannot go around shaming people into yep. doing it a certain way. We need everybody to be functioning at their capacity. Yep. So when it's time to give, you can step in. Rocky gave week one. He's a stevedore. He got up on the line. Our community needs leaders like that who have expertise and experience and connections to do things like that very quickly. But they also need people like us to spread the word, yes. to give the donations, right? Like yeah. we go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a relationship. There's not one in the community that is greater than the other. Yeah. And so part of that money thing that we talked about or like having energy and this money flowing to us is we cannot tell the universe I don't want anything right now because I'm trying to, you know, just work on donations. Like, no, yeah. no, I need to still receive because when people make good money, they do good things. Right. Yes. So that yeah. when my time comes to help, mm -hmm. I can. Yeah. No questions asked. No, I think these last two weeks, I mean, man, heartbreaking for sure. Heartbreaking. But I do believe on like everybody's kind of looking for the next person to see when are they going to start making the move to getting back to like their current state. Right, right, right. Because I mean, we still have bills like for us, like yeah, they don't go away. Yeah, and, and, and that's the hard part, right? It's so touchy is because we're, we're almost compared to the people that have lost everything, but that's not our lives. And I, I think it's like, sometimes when you say it brunt like that, like it's, it's insensitive. Yeah, it's insensitive. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're not trying to be insensitive by this at this, at the end of the day, I still have my kids that I have to feed. Right. I still have my right. bills that I have to pay. And like you said, like for me, being in a position when opportunities come, I can help. I can right. give back. But I do have to push my business. Yeah. I do have to get I still back have to, to live. Yes, exactly. I still have to live. I have to take care in my home so that I can take care out of my home. And that and that's hard because I, 
I did kind of pull back, right? We all did. We all did. We all took a pause. Nobody's like... Nobody knew what to do. But then I do also see people out there that's like... Like the whole situation in Maui, right? Like you have the rest of Maui who still have to operate. Right. And and they're all like, no, we're not shut down. Right. You know yeah, I mean? you're hearing, like, that's what I'm saying, like, you're seeing two yes. sides, right? So it's such a hard place, but I do believe, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I do, like, we can't pour into people if we have nothing to pour. You know, if we don't have the resources to give, we won't be able to give. That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. But then people just automatically assume that because you have a business or because you have this resource that you can constantly right. stuff. But sometimes it's like, man, like, my resources get dry, too, if I'm not right. going about my regular life. Part of it is us having platforms is giving our followers and our community permission to live their life, yeah. right? Because a lot of them stood still for a while and I'm like, I'm giving you permission to live yeah. because what a disservice it would be if we stopped living while yeah. half of our Hawaiian families over there mm-hmm. stopped living, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, I give you permission to show up the way you need to to um, on your platforms for your business, for your family, yeah. you know, to create that income, to, to bring that in so that we can give it back out. Like, I fully believe that whatever I put out comes back to me threefold. Oh, come on now. I totally believe yeah. that too. You so I'm like, I mean? it's just money. Yeah. And I think a lot of stuff that, that we all do is, is from the pureness of our heart. You know what right. I mean? Like, we have the right intentions. And that's why it comes back the way right. it comes back. You know what I mean? Um, with everything that's going on in life, you have some pretty major pivots going yeah. on right now. So let's 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 touch upon that if you don't mind. Oh, so my husband is a big big white dude. He's like <laughs> six six, and um, his brother six ten, and his wife is six six, and oh, they all dang. played they all played basketball. And um, so my nephew just signed with San Diego State. He's six ten. Oh, congrats! And my niece, who's six nine, just graduated from Berkeley. She played there, and then she just signed with Oregon State. So oh, she's nice. gonna go do her masters and still play. Like, what an opportunity! And so my son, who's fifteen, who's about six five now, was up in the mainland traveling. Um, he made this elite basketball team, and he needs to be there for March. And I will tell you, there, like, this is the thing about being an entrepreneur, right? It's like. If there's a will, there's a way, right? You find it, like, yeah. and you exhaust every option. And this is what our son wanted to do. He wanted to play. And we ended up actually going to, he was at Lelehua. Mm-hmm. And we went to the DOE. We did everything we could. And we got him enrolled fourth quarter virtually. So he was in school, pulled him out, did everything out virtually, his courses. And he just traveled um, all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. playing basketball on the Adidas circuit. And um, we didn't think, you know, we're like, whoa, we can't believe we did this. We never would have done this, yeah. but the pandemic happened, right? So mm-hmm. like you're just thinking of new ways. Yeah. Um, and so what ended up happening was that high school was like, we really want him to stay and play. And we just kicked it and kicked it and kicked it and kicked <laughs> it. And then like two, two and a half weeks ago, they're like, so we're planning for him. And we're like, oh, and we just, we put all of our energy. We made a decision, put all of our energy into that. And God just paved away like. Bum, 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 bum. got a house, you know, like got the kids registered. And so we're just picking up and we're leaving. And um, my husband's hesitant because our business is here. And so he's going to be um, commuting for a little bit and we're not going to be together 24 seven. And, and I can only think about like, I don't have furniture in my house. Right. Yeah. You know, and he's thinking that. And, and I, you want to touch on your husband's business? Um, yeah, we, we'll come back. We'll oh. come. But I think the biggest thing was I had heard on a podcast somewhere a while ago, it probably was like Ed Milet that was like, how can you tell your children to live their dreams if they don't ever see you doing it? Mm. And it was one of those things where like, we make all these sacrifices for our businesses all the time. And our children see that. And I was like, and we need to show him that like, Mm. we're willing to back him in his dream. dream. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, we have a construction company. Uh, we're a general contractor and we do a lot of, like I said earlier, like high-end builds, residential. And um, we actually just moved into doing a lot of church projects as well. So he he will probably be in Maui just trying to, I think they're turning one of those chapels into, a lot of the chapels into shelters and stuff like that. So, you know, ways that we can give back. Yeah. There's more than just one way. Mm. Um, but so that's our biggest pivot right now is we're just going in. And I said, I would rather go and not and hate it and come home mm -hmm. than regret it and wonder. Yeah. You know? I like what you said about with your son, right? We do the things that we need to do to further our dreams. Yeah. Right? But when it comes to their dreams, because like for me, sometimes I get so caught up in what I'm trying to right. do that, you know, I, f I forget. Like, am I doing, am I truly doing it for the betterment of just myself or all of us? Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? And I, I think. That's good because some, sometimes I forget, you know, about my kids' dreams, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, local people are so good about it. They will mm. put their lives on hold yeah. for their children and take them to practices and football and all the things, right? Seven and that's my cousin's cousin. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, like, they, are, they really are all about the kids. But there's something really special about you being about your dream mm -hmm. and your children watching you be about your yeah. dream and then them following suit for, through example versus, you know, you don't do anything. Then you turn around your kid and, like, Hey, I need you to make it to the NFL, yeah. you know? And they're like, uh, yeah. like, I believe in you, you know, like just what we talked about, like these are young moldable kids and mm -hmm. they are so much, they're so susceptible because there's so much more at their fingertips than what you and I had growing up. Yeah. Um, that they, they can waver so quickly and like they need people like, that's why like, even in the football community, like you're well known, right? Like there's so, there's a few coaches that are really well known, like giving back. And I'm like, Young kids like that need people like that in the community to show up for them. Yeah, for they sure. need it. Like that's the kind of stories you're gonna hear twenty years from now that you touched their lives and changed it, and you didn't even know. You're oh, like, oh, yeah. I was just out here throwing, you know, showing you how to do footwork. Yeah. But like, it's those lessons for the kids, right? Like people showing up for them, people believing in them, people speaking life into them when they oh, don't yeah. believe in themselves I or think, they don't have it at home. Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's a reason why, or part of a reason why I'm so passionate about about kind of just coaching and giving back is because. I had really, I was fortunate. I had really, I mean, I had all the type of coaches you could have, but I had really good coaches that inspired me, right? Yeah. To continue to work hard and right, gave me the foundation I needed and gave me the hope. Today, like, I'm so grateful. I, I don't know how we're pivoting into this point, but we are. <laughs> Let's go. But it's like, I see so many people volunteering coaching, right? Mm. Volunteering and giving their time back and coaching. And, and coaching is not at the youth level. It's not a paid position okay. for all those parents that doesn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But mm. it's like, man, like it's like some of them are trying to relive a dream yeah. that they had where they didn't play or whatever. But they, man, it's like, I think that's where a lot of us try and come in is because some of these guys ruin it for these kids. Yeah. And I feel so bad because it's like everybody wants to coach that star-studded kid, that kid that's the most athletic, makes all the points, scores all the touchdowns, all of that. But it's like when you get that kid that you really got to mold, yeah. you really got to give attention to, not all the time. Do you get coaches that will, are willing to do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? To really build them up. And then, like, man, some of the stuff I hear on the field, I'm just like, that's crazy. Right. And they don't know the impact that they have because you have people that can impact you in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And you can have coaches that can impact you in such a negative way where I don't even want to play the sport. Right. And I think that's why there's a lot of us that come into this situation where it's like, man, like, because I had it, I give back. Right. right. And it's just like whether it's in business, coaching, right. whatever. But I think that same, that same thing, you know. You know, that was one of the big things is, like, we gave – 
I believe coaches names and things out of this, but we gave a couple of coaches opportunities and they just didn't step up to the plate. And it became really obvious that they, they weren't about the kids, mm. you know, and I get it. Like yeah. a lot of them are not paid. A lot of them yeah. are volunteers. we got dad coaches kind things, you know, yeah. but like at the end of the day, like it's about the kids, for sure. you know? And so we just looked for options. And my husband and I, we always said like, I'm born and raised here, you mm. know, like, um, I don't want to leave. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we built a, our life here, our businesses, but We'll do whatever we need to do for our kids. And it's just a season. Yeah. It's just season. this season. And you don't know what, come, what comes from it, right? You yeah. Know, so. We're open. We're open to the potential that the universe wants to give us, you know, at this time. Yeah. And yeah, like I'm excited for that. So is there, what do you have planned ahead? What do you, what are some major goals that you just want to crush in the near future? <sighs> What's on the plate? What's on, what's on the helm right now? I mean, there's lots of little things, lots and lots and lots of little things um, that I could just kick around just for fun. But the main goal will and always will be, um, you know, keeping our land in Hawaiian's hands. Mm -hmm. And my father is actually an attorney. He's a real estate attorney. I don't know if you knew that. I never knew that. Okay. I always knew he was an attorney. Right. We all knew he was did, an yeah. attorney. And it's so funny because I didn't, that, 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 what did that mean to me? It didn't mean anything to me. And I always remember the kids in my class were like, oh, that means you're rich. You know, I'm like, what? <laughs> no, we're not. You know, like, yeah, your dad's an attorney. It means you're rich. I'm like, well, he doesn't share it with me. He does now, actually. He's actually very kind. But um, I, I just did not say that. Um, but like, one of that's, you know, so I've always been around OHA or that kind of a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Or grassroots things that my dad was in about land usage and, you know, like, not to go back to Maui, but even like the one, a really big issue is the water, right? Yeah. Water is life. Yeah. And we are now learning that a lot of that water was tied up. Yeah. Why? Because of money. Mm -hmm. Who owns it? Where you know, um, things like that. And so that's a big thing for me. Um, Oh, here, let's, let's go here. I, I actually did one-on-one -on -one financial for like 10 years and I was a Dean of instructors, which is the highest you can be. And, um, I did that for a long time and I lived that program. Like I really did. I had multiple homes and, and I still live it. And um, I got fired from there because I wanted to expand and do mm. other things. And he just was not having it. And uh, my dad actually wanted me to sue him. And I was just like, we're just not putting any more energy into that. And that was something I felt ashamed of, even yeah. though I did nothing wrong. Yeah. And I, I kept that quiet for a long time until I finally came out and was like, no, F this. You know, like yeah, yeah. Um, people didn't know my story. And, th and then sometimes I'm still hearing people like, oh, that's not the story I heard. And I was like, well, <laughs> there's always two sides <laughs> to the story. Okay. Yeah. Um, but one of the things was we had a house. Um, we, 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 what we do is we kind of buy a house, we live in it, either we HELOC it, flip it or whatever. We take the money, we buy the next house. And so we were living in Eva and we had the house and it was small. It was kind of small and I was pregnant with my fourth kid and only had three bedrooms. So I was like, I know I wasn't going to be there long. Mm. So we were there. I said, oh, I'll be here for one year. And everybody laughed at me. Like, I remember my sister being like, oh, okay. You know, and I was like, okay, it was. 18 months. Watch me. Watch me. It was 18 months. So it was a little bit longer than a year. And I bought the house across the street in the bigger development because I could see it. And I go, that's the one. Can you imagine seeing your goal in front of your face every day? What that would do for you? Yeah. Right? I saw that. I said, that's the house I want. I'm moving over there. Give me a year. It took us 18 months. We He locked our property. We had it paid down so low. We had pulled out the money, bought the next house. And I literally watched my house from my backyard. Yeah. I watched my tenants, whatever. We eventually sold it. We put it up like right at the height of things, you know. And I remember telling my realtor, who's a good family friend, <clears throat> shout out Josh Harita. <laughs> but I was like, he said, we're going to open it from Wednesday to Sunday and close it. That's how fast. We had so many offers. 
And I said, okay, we'll look through who's local, everybody else off the list. Yeah. And he was like, well, and I was like, no, yeah. I don't even care yeah. if they were not the highest. If you're not local, you're off the list. And that's good because you're in that position to be able to do things like that. Because as a local person trying to buy, right? Right. If you, people don't understand that, like, that's kind of how this world works. You know right. what I mean? Like being in a position where you can help right. the narrative or the situation. Right. And then being a person who's going out there to buy and like, man, I'm competing with all these people who are out of state that have more money than me. Cash. Just, yeah, cash. And I'm a local boy or local girl. You know what I mean? Girl, yeah. Born and raised here. But it goes back to what you said. Yeah. Be about it. Don't exactly. just talk about it. Be about yeah. it. So when push comes to shove, like how many local people in that position would yeah. say, okay, I'll take 60 less mm -hmm. to make sure a local person lives here versus this extra 60 could get my family this, this or that. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So like it is, it is part of our job to educate, right. Mm -hmm. Part of having the platform is to teach people like yeah. it's up to you to change the trajectory of your family's legacy moving on. True. And I think everything that we talked about today goes back to we're breaking cycles. Oh, yeah. We're breaking the cycles that our ancestors couldn't break because they were just trying to survive. Yeah. We're breaking cycles through whatever our parents taught us because that's what they thought. You know, like we're breaking yeah. through a lot of these things. Because back then there's a lot of just one way things. Oh, you yeah. Mean, like black just, and white. Yeah, black and white. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like we see things from so many different, you know, angles, perspective. Even with the people that we encounter, right? It changes the way we think Forever. our process, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, and we can choose at the end of the day how I want to go about this. But it goes back to how can I positively influence, right? Yeah. With the platform that right. I have, right? right? So that's good, man. That's good. Want to touch up on any other things? No, I think we, I think we covered plenty. I think that was good for the oh. first one. You know, oh. I'm so glad to have you as, you know, my first. I was excited to be here. Yeah, you know, I, when I was... Being that this is the first podcast, I was like, man, like, who could I just... And with the situation that you're leaving, yeah. like, it just kind of sped up yeah. things super quick. But I was like, man, like, because I knew you for so long and mm. we share so much similarities in, like, just our hustle, sports background, just our families, you know what I mean? Right. So, man, I was, I was super, you know, grateful that you, yeah. you know, had the time and we could make this happen. So Easy, though. Just rap, yeah. We just rap. Just it's rap. Easy. You know why? Because we live it. Exactly. This is our real life experience. We're not talking about somebody else's. We're not trying to show you what we learned on the podcast. Like we've actually lived it. Yeah. Blood, sweat, tears, joy, you know? Yeah. Before we wrap this up. So, you know, I got the village, right? Aye, the village. Yes. So. Yes, sir. Quick. If you can just do like, you know, just kind of recall just like a time and place where things were super hard, where you went through a, a <sighs> time in life where you needed that village, that community to really just help you get through. Could you share something? Um, this is a really hard question, actually. Um, dun, 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 dun. I know. No, fuck that bitch song. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Put that out. <laughs> um, you know, I gotta say, my husband, he's been my, he's been my rock, my community. And he's always behind the scenes. He's not really yeah. up in the front. Like he's real chill. He's real he's chill. chill. People are like, "Are you?" People. He he told me last night in base. Like, did you see that person comment on your your post? I go, "What they say? Are you married? Are you single?" And I'm like, "Did you see? I never respond." You know. <laughs> um, but him, like, to go back what you said, I've never. It's so important to have somebody who believes in you when you don't believe in yourself. Totally. Like, that is gold. Yeah, because you can't you can't fake that shit. Yeah. When someone believes in you, when you don't even believe in yourself, like yeah. that's everything. And he's been that that rock for me. Like every idea I come up with, he he told me, I said I want to try this one thing, but I'm kind of nervous. He's like, "What are you nervous about?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." And he's like, "If it's about 
the money to make it happen, he's like, don't worry about that. He's like, just do it. Like, if you think you can do it, just do it. You know, figure it out. just figure it out. We'll figure it out. And it's just like, he has opened my, my like mind into what it means to really unconditionally support someone mm-hmm. and believe in them. And he's such a good dad because yeah. he does that for the kids too, you know? So I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say it's him, but to further, like he's been my village. Yeah. He's been my village and, and my kids because they come to the pop-ups, they help me at the post office, you know, they're there. Yeah. Like it's, this is not, this is not anything new. This is what mom does. Yeah. This is what dad does. This is who we are. So life. this is, yeah, this is our life. So this has become their example. So they're part of my village. They're part of my community. I rely on them mm. to help me. Hey, you got to take your brother here or whatever. Like, and they do it. They willingly do it because they're proud of me. Yeah. You know, like they'll say things like, oh, this one's so like your post, you know, like they're <laughs> proud of me. Yeah. Like they, and you know, like, it's kind of amazing because that's a community that you literally built yourself. Mm, you know, you grew so them, you built them, you poured into them. So whatever they're giving back to me is a, is a mirror right now. Right. And I'm seeing it and I'm like, God damn, like they teach me every day, but they also have taught me like I'm on the right track with them. Yeah. So my village is in my home. Right on. Um, but I will say as far as villages go, right. To recap on that, when I think about the village, cause I was thinking about that today. Um, when I think about a village and a community, it's always in a positive light. Mm. I never think of it in like a toxic way, but I always think of how there are so many members that make up a village mm. and everybody has a role. And so I guess my shout out will be like, instead of, instead of questioning your role, instead of comparing your role to somebody else in your village, like perfect your craft, mm. develop your talent, yep. develop your skill, be proud of it. Mm. Don't compare, don't imposter syndrome. Oh man, well, Rocky, you know, yeah. no. What did God give me? Yeah. Develop that because you are an essential part of the village, so right? Good. We have hunter gatherers. We have all these people that do different things for different reasons, mm. but collectively together, we can only be strong when we're part of the village. And so I think that's the, that's the biggest takeaway for me is like, if you're sitting here wondering, what do I offer to my community? Like you have something, mm. but it is community still requires you as an individual yeah. to develop that talent. Yeah. Like take the time, perfect your craft, and then come out and serve others. Yeah. So so good. Yes. So good. Hey, Kamali man, I really appreciate you making the time. I'm glad we I had love this it. opportunity. I could talk all day. Put a game out. Yes, we could. We could. But you know, it's that time. So let's fade ourselves oh, back. Smooth, out. smooth it out. We go turn it back up. There you go. Oh. Oh yeah. I'm doing it. Episode one. Down. Oh yeah, all right.